Good evening, and welcome to Italian Impact Weekly. I'm your co-host, Steve Stefano Mancini. And I'm Claudio Relsano. Thank all of you for tuning in again. Steve, what's going on? Back from Italy, you all uh, caught up here? I am not all Jet caught up. Jet lag and all that? I'm still tired. I'm telling you. I'm still like, uh, wait, I'm, cr- I'm what they call low crawling out of bed in the morning. But then on the other hand, that's because I'm going to work. There you so. go. All right. Well, we have a very special guest today, as we always do. Uh, Wade Marsico. He is the owner of Marsico Sports Media. He's also a partner in PA Sports Agency. Wade, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me today. All right, brother. Okay, first, the question we ask all of our guests is, what part of Italy is your family from? Okay, so we, we uh, my family, the Marsico family and the Ferrito family is from the province of uh, Casenza, near to southern Italy, near to Boot, in the village of uh, San, San Pietro. My family's about, I just talked to my aunt this morning, and uh, from where we're from, Nocera and, and Falerna and Calabria, we're about an hour away from Cusanza, drive-wise. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, yep. So that's where we're from. We're we're, we're Calabrese, so yeah. uh, we're from the same region. All right. I knew there was some good things about you. We're all we're all Calabrese <laughs> on the <this laughs> show, right. by the way. I'm half, anyways. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't been to the old country yet. Uh, hoping to get there. Possibly, we might be planning a trip for next year in 24. Okay. Now, we're going to talk about your dad a little later, but uh, has your dad ever been there? Yes, he has, yes. Okay, I figured. I think he's been there a couple, I think a couple times. All right. So do you know if you still have any relatives there or, or just? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, he would probably know better, but I know that also my grandfather was there with um, some of my uncles and aunts, like going back, I want to say 2007. And I think they ran into some possible relatives there, but I don't remember the exact details. And I know that my dad was there back in like the mid-80s, I think maybe 1984. And then I think he was back again uh, when they did like a cruise and they flew into Rome and did some cruise around uh, the Mediterranean and some different areas. Okay. All right. Well, now, again, I mentioned uh, Marsico Sports Media. First, tell us about that before we yeah. talk about the sports agency. Tell us about it, and when did you decide to start that company? Okay. Before I get it, I got one more tidbit about our family. Sure, our family sure. uh, immigrated first to, to, to Pittsburgh, where you guys are located. Okay. And for the steel mills and so forth, and then my great-grandparents, and then some of them then moved to Steelton, Pennsylvania, which is right next to Harrisburg, and uh, the uh, Marsico and the Ferritos family, and some of them stayed working in the steel mills, and then some of them worked a variety of other jobs, but they uh, initially, I guess, came in Ellis Island, and they came, went to Pittsburgh, and then some went to Steelton. Now, you know, you mentioned that. What does, and I don't think we've asked this question, what does Italian, being Italian, mean to you? Well, I'm proud to be uh, Italian, and the, the the thing that you know, with I'm sure with your guys' upbringing too. You know, I came from a bigger Italian family, and we did used to have. I mean, not as much recently, but when I was younger, we used to have like you know the big Sunday dinner after church, but mostly uh, every Sunday, and it, you know, meant a lot to me growing up, and just the support system that I had from the family and sticking by me and so forth. So yes, it definitely. Uh, Proud to be a, an Italian American. That boy, good, good, good. Now again, now when did you decide to to start Marsico Sports Media and tell us about the company itself? 
we started Marsico Sports Media in 2007, 2008. Um, I was working in the state at the time, had been working in the state for about 10 years. And uh, this wasn't really what I wanted to do. And I had done some coaching at uh, high school football coaching at Bishop McDevitt uh, off and on for about three years. And just my passion had always been in the in the sports industry and helping kids. And I was kind of a, you know, a real historian of sports and I played sports and was coaching. So it was I was just trying to find out, I guess, what, what my niche would be. But uh, we did. We started Marsico Sports Media in 2000, 2007, 2008. And initially we kind of had a uh, it was almost like a YouTube for sports website and we had what was called sports tube tv then we had the, we had some naming rights so then we changed it to sportsvids.com and we had that for a few years and then that morphed into uh the sportsrecruiters.com website that we still have it's being revamped and uh and we were we started doing some things with that uh, sports recruiters i think in 2009 2010 and in that time in 2008, 2009, I had started uh, a football combine. I was the first in the central Pennsylvania area to, to uh, uh, start a, a high school football combine. You only had like a couple big name, uh, I guess, uh, sports uh, combines that were in the East Coast at that time. You had like the big names. Nike had their Spark Camp. Uh, then there was uh, Schumann's National Underclassmen. And uh, Under Armour had been doing something that, at the time with uh, Scout.com. So there was just a couple of the bigger ones, and I was like trying to give some of the kids the opportunity to have one that was more local that they could drive to and one that we thought that we could, uh, you know, concentrate on, on giving them a little bit more attention and a little more advice than possibly than they might be getting if they would go to Philly or New Jersey, and there's, you know, 500 kids there. Now, were there so any any name players that have come out through the years? Um, yeah, we we probably have. Uh, I haven't updated it recently, but over 350 uh, kids that went on to play college football who came through wow. our we through our football combine. But we did change it. You know, that's Division One to Division Three, mm-hmm. and the majority are probably Division Two kids. And then there's some bigger uh, power five FBS kids and then probably a pocket of uh, division three and like the smaller division one, the formerly one double a, which is now called the football championship subdivision, the FCS. Yeah. I think we had about 350 kids. Uh, we did kind of change it a little bit. I changed it to like a combine challenge name. We kind of changed the name a few times. And then lastly, we call it now the fo- uh, elite college football showcase. And we kind of changed it a little bit more into a showcase format where we don't do as much combine testing as we did previously in probably the first six or seven years. And um, now we do some more position and drills and one-on-ones, and we try to get some colleges there. I mean, this past year we had 25 colleges there. Uh, In the past, before COVID hit, we had uh, between 35 and 45 from 2017, 18, and 19. Mm. 
as far as colleges. And there was a couple of notable guys that have come through. Uh, Kevin Snyder, he played at Cumberland Valley High School, was a starting linebacker at, at Rutgers. Um, Kyle Friend, another Cumberland Valley player, he was up in uh, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. He was a center and a defensive tackle. He played and started at Temple. They both had a, a short stint in the NFL. Um, we've 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 had a lot of n- numerous players over the years. I'm trying to think some more recent ones. Andre White, who was a linebacker down at Texas A&M, he is still uh, playing yet. I think he he transferred and got into the portal. I think he's playing his last year at Georgia Tech this year. Mm-hmm. He played at Harrisburg High School and was initially at uh, Susquehanna Township, and then he transferred. Uh, we had another kid. Um, Nazir Burnett was a Bishop McDevitt player. He was a wide receiver. He went to Georgia Tech, and then last he was over at Temple. Um, trying to think if we have any more notable guys that you guys might know. Um, uh, then we had another guy, Tanias Becker, mm-hmm. that was also he was a Big Thirty Three player. Um, you guys had, had some, some great good issues. And went to yeah, yeah he went to. He was supposed to go to Old Dominion, and then he had some great issues, and he ended up at Lackawanna College, a junior college up in the Scranton area. Sure. But, yeah, we've had a good number of very high-level players and, and then a lot of very good Division II players that, uh, you know, some of them have had some stints with the NFL. or But we haven't had, like, a big-name guy that's still playing in the NFL as of today or, like, a Micah Parsons. I mean, we did – deal with Micah Parsons and I helped him out with his recruiting and some of his college visits when he was at Central Dolphin and transferred to Harrisburg High School but he uh, and he was also our lineman of the year for the Mr. PA football awards program but he uh, uh, he never came to one of our showcases but we did help him he's probably the most well-known name you know nationally right now okay Steve now now, Wade you said you you played uh, high school and, and collegiate sports um, yeah, I played at um, Bishop McDevitt High School in Harrisburg, and then I and then I ended up coaching there, and then um, and then I went to Ohio State, but I didn't I didn't end up playing there. Oh, okay. Well, because I was curious because um, you're you're focusing. I mean, I kind of like this. You're focusing on uh, high school and younger players. Now, when you were in high school, and I I I did not play high school football. I almost went yeah. to a game once uh, because I went to Central Catholic, which most folks listening to this have heard of Central Catholic, and there was no way I was making Central Catholic's football team. Um, so my point, though, is this kind of um, what you're doing now, is this a built off an influence or kind of thinking back when you played saying, boy, I wish they had that, or is this an adjustment, just, just how the game and just the way drafting and promoting and the way the schools are growing their programs. I mean, what's what's kind of created this business for you, which seems to be very successful and seems to be well needed because there are a lot of schools um, that when you, when you have these combines, it makes it a lot easier. And I'll give you one quick thing. When I used to coach um, hockey, I coached juniors and, and a lot of travel hockey, and I used to like going to camps to see a lot of talent the same way you know you do in all the sports so there's it makes life very easy when you can't get to every kid's game or watch all of the film so you know was that an influence on you or is just just kind of a of a change in the way things are just going i think a little bit of both uh i think kind of the change with you know how things are with the new technology and things that are moving forward the way that recruiting has evolved and changed over the last 20 to 15 20 30 years 
and also like you were saying some things that you know inspired me that we didn't have back then i mean we, we didn't have these combines to go to back when i was in school we didn't have the the, the film out there we didn't have the huddles.com we didn't have the seven on seven uh club circuit team uh you know football teams we didn't have you know seven on seven really in the high school level i mean all that's changed over the last you know like i said maybe 15 20 years is when it's really accelerated itself but um we also have been helping uh, uh as far as we do under the mr pa football foundation which is a nonprofit that we have it's an offshoot from the mr pa football awards program we started a a, a seven on seven program uh two about 2021 about two years ago we were trying to get it off the ground in 2020 but covid kind of made us uh wait another year than we wanted and then some years back before that in 2018 and 19 we were helping uh another group that was doing some seven on seven out of the southeast pennsylvania called prep seven and we had a team up here that was called central pa prep seven but then we just you know i met with some of my team and uh, our staff and, and advisors and stuff, and they said, "Well, let's just start doing one on our own. We can run it through our our own nonprofit." And that's when we kind of changed gears and started. Our team name is the PA Chain Movers, and we've been pretty successful. We've had some really good players come through the program. One of them, Kenny Johnson, is going to be a, a freshman, or he's a freshman now at Pitt uh, from Dallas Town High School outside of York. He was the the big 33 MVP this year, and uh, caught the game-winning score. So uh, Kenny's been one of our big-name players. We have we have some really good young players this year. We have uh, Darrell Caesar, who's a he'll be a senior receiver at Steel High. Uh, he's getting some notoriety. He's I think he set the school record already going into his senior years. I think for uh, receptions and yards in a season. Now, so uh, well, single me... season record. So we have some really good players, some young talented players. We have Jair Rollison, who's a right now a Kent State commit, and uh, he plays corner at uh, cornerback at Bishop McDevitt High School. And we got some really good young talent coming up, and no. uh, and then we have another guy that played with us, Elias Coke from Harrisburg uh, High School, and he's getting a lot of attention. He's probably got. 15 to 20 offers right now he's a class of 2026 a receiver safety uh penn state this offered over uh over the summer um our our team was very successful this year i think if i remember correctly i think we ended up going 15 i think 15 and 3 or 15 and 4 this year Mm, good no way let me let me ask you now so again i'm gonna go back in time when i back in my coaching days and especially with younger players um, you know, there's a lot of push to get these kids, you know, into college, you know, playing for the scholarship, get into school, sports, 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 sports. How much of a push do you guys, you know, emphasize, you know, these kids about the academics piece of this? Because, you know, yeah. the, the one thing that I think gets lost when they're that young, and, and, and believe me, I, I coach too, and I think it's important for kids to play sports. There's a discipline aspect in that. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of positive role models they can get out of that. It keeps them, you know, occupied doing something a lot more positive. So I think sports are good. But I always fear when they take it when they're too young and they start telling them how great they are. And, you know, and I'm sure you guys see this at some of these combines. You know, you got a junior or senior, and he thinks, ah, the NFL is going to be calling me tomorrow. How do you ground them? and say, relax, 
You're going to go to school first. You know, education is the key. Most of you aren't even going to make it to the pros. At best, you're going to get some kind of, you know, scholarship, free ride out of school or even a partial scholarship. How do you, how do you drive that message home to the kids? Well, that's a constant message that we, we got to, like you said, emphasize because I've seen it a lot over the years. Some of these kids, just, they got all the talent in the world, but they, they, they just don't even qualify for school. And then right. they're left looking to go to a, a post-grad prep school or a JUCO. And, uh, you know, it really puts them in a tough position. Uh, the one positive thing is I have, you know, when these kids register for our showcases, I get their, I get their grade point average. It's one of the questions that's mandatory that we have. And I print off the, this info sheet and give it to the colleges. And it has, you know, some personal information, grades, and, uh, you know, contact information and so forth. And I, I do have to say the last few years that I've been seeing the, the GPAs, most of them up over three, That's which good. is a, a very positive. And then there's a few that are a little bit lower. But some years back, I mean, there's always a couple kids that are really talented and, that, you know, it comes down to grade issues and, you know, they think they're going to get that full ride, maybe have a, a, a slight chance of, getting uh, to the NFL or something, which, you know, everybody says right. stands for not for long. You don't even get that opportunity if you can't even get into school. So. Well, that's right. And again, even if you get into their school, look, there's, and there's so many factors with, with, with student athletes. I mean, the one, and I hate to say it, is injuries. You could be the best athlete yeah. in the world getting into school, and I hate to say it, you blow your knee out, bad tackle, something. And and that's why I, I, I was always a big thing with me was like, because I coached junior college hockey for a while, and it was – you know, school, school, school. You're not going to the pros. If you're at this level and you're still playing junior college, barring some miracle, you're not going to the pros. Sorry. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think people, you know, it's kind of like all or nothing. And the problem is the number of people that want to play in the pros just simply says, you're not all going to get it. Out of a thousand kids that show up at your camp, you might get one or two that are legitimately superstars in D1, yet alone, yeah. you know, even going to the pros. So it's just a numbers game. I'm just curious, you know, because I'm sure it's something you have to deal with on a regular basis. To, you know, it's about setting expectations early on and what you, what's a realistic yeah, goal, well, you know, versus aiming a little mm -hmm. higher. Well, the expectations, I think sometimes with some of the, the parents and the, and the, <laughs> and the young student athletes, I think some of them aren't realistic. No, right. And uh, everybody, it's almost like nowadays it's either D1 or bust. And the thing is, there's a lot of opportunities for kids to play at Division Two and Division Three level. There's a place for everybody to play college football if, if, if you want to pursue it. And there's more football leagues now, too, on top of that point. Yes. So it's a different when it was just yes. the NFL or you were, you know, or you were mm -hmm. banished north of the border. I mean, now you have the USFL and you have XFL back. Uh, you know, how long they stay, I don't know. But, I mean, they're there nonetheless. Uh. Okay, yeah, wait. Definitely. Now tell us when you decided to start and and who you're with, uh, PA Sports Agency, and explain what it is. Okay, yeah, uh, the PA Sports Agency we just, uh, which was Marsico Sports Media, but we were branding it under a new name, which is kind of the umbrella of everything that we're doing, and uh, we started that because. As you know, last year the the, the PIAA and uh, and the state house passed uh, name, image, and likeness NIL opportunities for 
are available now to high school athletes in Pennsylvania. So since we've been involved with the Mr. PA Football Awards program and also the Mr. and Miss PA Basketball Awards program, we're, we're involved with a lot of great student athletes across the, the, uh, the Commonwealth. And since there's so many athletes out there and we get a number of nominations each year, you know, usually – uh, 500 plus in, in both uh, programs. So we're, we're in contact with a lot of kids and we wanted to go out there and see if we can continue to help in a system like we've been doing as far as assisting them with uh, recruiting and, and helping them with our, our, our showcase camps and the seven on seven across the board. We wanted to see now if we can help them if it's a little bit of extra change in their pocket while they're uh, in high school to be compensated. So that's what it is. I'm a registered agent and um, with the PA Sports Agency, and um, which is regulated by the uh, Pennsylvania Athletic Commission. And then we also have uh, my father, who's on board, Ron Marsico. He's a also a registered agent. And then we have a uh, an attorney on staff that's been an advisor. And uh, and all of our other stuff for a number of years to Mr. PA Football Awards program. He's been um, with us since back in like 2007, 2008, Kelly Lewis. And uh, he's been on that advisory committee. And then also he's on our nonprofit, uh, Mr. PA Football Foundation Board. He's our vice president. So uh, Kelly's involved and he's the one that knows all the legalities of how the NIL is working in Pennsylvania. And he's the one that's uh, writing up contracts and so forth. And since we've been running the awards programs, we have, you know, uh, pretty good connections a lot with a lot of businesses around central Pennsylvania and across the state. So we're trying to see if there should be some more opportunities with the business contacts that we have that uh, my father has and Kelly has. So uh, we're going out there and we're kind of just getting off the ground because it's just uh, a fluid situation. It seems like it's changing all the time because it's brand new. But um, we just, we launched the uh, PA Sports Agency in April. And now we have a, a website that we were working on. It launched in May. And we did sponsor the uh, – Big 33 uh, television broadcast. We were one of the main sponsors for that. Okay, good. good. So, so it's in its infancy stage, but we're still working towards it. And we're trying to, you know, connect some kids with some more businesses and maybe some social media campaigns and get some more kids to, to, to sign up with us. Well, with, I think with everything, you know, it's a it's a process, it's steps, and it seems like you're definitely going in the right direction. Uh, final question, what, what are your main goals with the sports agency? Um, well, our main goals with the sports agency, I mean, we want to um, make sure that these kids are going to stay eligible because, you know, there could be some eligibility questions if they're not following the new laws properly. So we want to make sure that they're eligible. We're going to make sure that we can also get them compensated and get their, their name and their brand out on social media and, uh, and, and with the businesses. I would think those are the two things. And then also we want to keep uh, a very good relationship with, which we already have, with the Pennsylvania Athletic Commission, who oversees everything. So sure. I, I think those are probably our three main goals. And uh, 
we want to we want to follow the code of ethics also okay wait actually i want to i want to pick up on something though um as far as you you mentioned i believe you said our contracts are i mean what kind of um i get it you're you guys are representing a lot of these students for the okay i was gonna say i want kind of a little more clarification on what do you mean by that just for, just for folks that are listening that may have a high school student that's that's playing sports and wants to get involved, like, like what is what should they like? What what is their commitment to you all? In other words, so basically, we would have a contract that we would between if the if the students under eighteen that their parents would have to sign, or them if they're over eighteen they could sign. We would meet with them and we would have a contract in place where basically we get a percentage of what the what the, what uh, name, image, and likeness opportunities we get then. So almost like a commission. Okay. So now, there's no upfront cost to us or to them. It's just whatever we would generate for them. And of course, uh, Kelly, with being an attorney, he has all the contracts written up and he can make sure that there's no uh, loopholes in there as far as maybe if they're dealing with another business and they want to come to us and check everything out. So we would basically definitely be uh representing them and possibly uh, you know if it goes well possibly representing them through college i mean uh, we haven't really hit that um or that hasn't really happened or transpired yet but that's a a, a, a definite possibility now let, now let me ask you you know kind of a just a general question what what kind of advice if you if there's regardless of the sport what kind of advice would you be giving student athletes right now um the first thing is as you said earlier what we, what we just spoke about was emphasizing the academics you know you got to put in time in the classroom or you know nothing's going to happen number one number two you just got to continue to be working on your craft and getting better every day it, whatever sport you do if it's you know if it's baseball if it's football if it's basketball if it's hockey you just got to continue to work and want to get better every day you know and you know it's great you know getting out there and 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 measuring yourself up against great competition to see what you know what you need to get better at those were two things that i think you got to always do you got to get in the classroom and you got to um you know, you just got to work on uh, your fundamentals and getting better every day. Then the third thing that I think it's it's kind of a newer trend, I, I guess, with the technology you're saying with the t- times changing, but you really got to watch what you do out there on your social media channels. Right. Because these colleges and people are out there monitoring these things. True. And, you know, you, before you hit the, the send button, you got to watch what you do on social media. Those would be the three things that I think are the most important. And then also having, you know, a good relationship with, uh, you know, your family, uh, your, your high school coaches, and also with your college coaches. Cause what was always said to me, you were saying, Hey, if a guy blows out his knee, you know, and he can't play anymore, are you going to be happy at that school? Well, they always said, I I've been told, this advice, and I know some other people. Where, where would you, if you couldn't play uh, football or baseball or basketball anymore, which school would you choose if you're just a student and not an athlete? Right. 
I'm going to get my kind of my last question for you is so what's as you as you continue to grow this and progress this what's next for you? Well, uh, hopefully um, we can continue to grow this PA sports agency and and help these student athletes get compensated. And then I have another couple things that I'm trying to some irons out there that I'm trying to get some things possibly done. We, we're possibly with our Mr. and Miss PA basketball awards program. We are trying to um, get uh, a new uh, all-star game in conjunction with our awards program, possibly for next year, which would be this uh, May of 2024, uh, which would be the PA Big 13 East-West All-Star Game, boys and girls. So that's uh, that's something that we're trying to really push for. And hopefully we can get enough support with some uh, businesses and some schools and high schools around this area. So that's definitely something that I'm hoping maybe by the time we're talking next year that uh, that we've maybe had that all our, our inaugural all-star game. You know what, Wade, we said one more question, but we have a few more questions. Are you going to go into other sports? You have basketball and football. Are you looking for other sports? And how can people get in touch with you? Well, yeah. That, that's a good question. Um, some other people have talked to me about getting into maybe baseball or, or wrestling or what have you, but right now, I just don't think in, unless we expand right now and we would have some, I just don't think we have the, the manpower or the resources right now to expand to the other sports and which, you know, it takes a lot of time this managing uh two two sports awards sure. programs in addition to the nil that we're doing and you know our nonprofit that we have and plus our our seven on seven team which is affiliated with the nonprofit. so right now i don't think we we can but you know there's always i, I don't i don't want to say never right okay. um and uh people can get in contact with me um my cell phone number seven one seven eight two nine four nine nine four. They can go to pasportsagency.com, check out our our new website, which has information on all of our programs on there. And my email address is uh, wmarsico at marsicosports.com. Well, Wade, I appreciate you. You and your dad have been fantastic with me, and hopefully, we can do something together down the road. And uh, I look forward to it. Yes, yes. It was a pleasure uh, talking uh, with you guys today. And, you know, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks, Thank Wayne. We'll be appreciate in touch it. soon. Thanks to Greater Pittsburgh Travel. For any of your travel needs, let Tom and the team at Greater Pittsburgh Travel know, and they'll take care of you. For more information, call 412-331-2244 or visit their website at www.greaterpittsburghtravel.com. For all of your plumbing needs, be sure to try Pellucci Plumbing. Nick and the team have decades of experience and will get you back up and running. For more information, call Pellucci Plumbing at 412-782-5050. And we want to thank the Calabria Club of Pittsburgh. If you're interested in learning more, you can find their contact information on Facebook at Calabria Club of Pittsburgh. Again, thanks Domenica and the team at the Calabria Club of Pittsburgh for your support. And we want to thank La Scuola d'Italia Galileo Galilei the only nonprofit school in Pittsburgh endorsed by the Italian consulate. If you're interested in learning Italian or have your children being immersed in the Italian culture and language, be sure to give them a call at 412-404-7070. And that's La Scuola d'Italia 
Galileo Galilei. Thanks for coming back to Italian Impact Weekly. Um, some uh, promos here for, for yours truly. Uh, my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get that on my website at claudiorelsano.com. There's only a couple left at Barnes & Noble and Robinson, uh, but you can also order it on barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, and johnmelvinpublishing.com. The Boxing Authorities with Smokin' Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree Jr., Boxing's Best TV Show. Best way to check us out is go to Luther's uh, YouTube page, Steel City Luke. Go to that or wbc.vivetv.network and Channel Box. Don't forget about my show where I interview such great legends as Jerry Cooney, Mario Andretti, Vince Papali, Ken Griffey Sr., Rocky Blyer, Sid Bream, Roman Gabriel, whose, whose birthday was yesterday. Uh, check that show out on my website, the Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Association. Check that out at pabca.org, which I'll lead into Empire Media Ventures. That show will appear on our new network, which you can go to at crsmmedia.com. If you are looking to host a podcast, definitely get in touch with us. You can still send it uh, those questions to questions at italianimpactweekly.com. We will get back to you. But what we're looking to do is add some shows on. Obviously, we're going to have Italian Impact Weekly on that show, our new show, Talking Business and Life, with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini, the Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Association podcast. And I'm sure you want to have a show, a sports show, a general talk. Uh, we don't get too crazy, but uh, let us know what your idea is. And we, we know we can help you and expand your base. And um, I, I think it's a good thing to be a part of. So, and again, Talking Business and Life with Claudio and Steve will be on that network, crsmmedia.com. And we also want to thank Joe Hill for everything that he does. And if you miss Italian Impact Weekly on WKHB Radio on Thursdays from 5 to 6, you can check us out on www.italianimpactweekly.com. And finally, if you're looking for sponsorship, commercials, commercial spots, definitely get in touch with us. Again, at questions at italianimpactweekly.com. Uh, Claudia, we almost forgot to mention, not only can they listen to us at ItalianImpactWeekly.com, again, that's ItalianImpactWeekly.com, I love saying that, but they can catch us on Podbean, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, uh, Amazon Music, Player FM, and Boomplay. So we're on all the major platforms out there so you can catch all of our shows, both the Italian Impact Weekly and uh, Talking Business and Life. And again, that's one of the reasons we want to encourage you to join our platform and we're going to help promote your show. So not only are we giving you a place to host and present your uh, shows. There are other platforms that do that. The difference is, is we are going to try and help promote your show in addition to that. So, you know, we encourage you to go check us out, crsmmedia.com, crsmmedia.com, or email us at questions at italianimpactweekly.com. Can I explain something real quick about our new network? Go for network? it. Okay, again, Empire Media Ventures. Think about this. Let's say somebody listens to our show, Talking Business and Life, but you have a sports show. And they say, well, you know what? I like sports. Let's tune into that show. So it's kind of what they say, rising tides lift all boats. So we, we want a, a great team, a great team of uh, podcasters. And, um, you know, we want to we make everybody uh, a buck, too. You know, help them do that. So, again, get in touch with us at questions at italianimpactweekly.com. We've already had several people uh, uh, contact us. I already had a few meetings, and uh, we're looking to get this off the ground and get going. And you know, it's funny, real, real quick though, because um, again, as we're promoting, we're going to grow our show and we're kind of where a lot of, maybe maybe one step ahead 
of where a lot of folks want to be. So they say, you know, I want I can do that. I want to have a podcast. I want to talk sports. I want to whatever. I got music. I want to put it out there. We've already walked that path. Now we're not gazillionaire. I'm not Joe Rogan, and you know we're gazillionaires, and we've got 200 million likes. But we do have shows on all the platforms now. We do, you know, we advertise. We know how to get advertised, and we know how to do these things. So we're, you know, we're a few steps of where a lot of folks and we can help. Right, and, and that's uh, and that's what we're going to do one. different. Yeah, yeah. Because when you join these other platforms, the problem you're on is your own. exactly. And then they're like, well, if you pay us, we'll do it for you. And they're, and they're not. And, and there's a difference between pay us versus pay us. Right. You know, you're just paying and hoping that it's kind of like you're they're going to you're going to let you throw your bait in the water for X amount of dollars. Well, we're going to go out there and actively push these things. So in all of our shows, we're going to be pushing your shows. Exactly. On all of our sites, we're going to be pushing your shows. So it's and a it's great not way. as much time. I mean, it's up to you how much time you put into it, but some people think it's really time consuming and it's not or very expensive and it certainly is no um, equipment wise you can get the best equipment in the world you can get good equipment you can get a $500 microphone you can get one for 30 bucks you know and uh, but we're here to help you as Steve said not only you know, not with your content that's all you but uh, sponsorship and and we can put you push you towards um, uh, producers that's something that I have I'm terrible at so I can't help you with that but we can help you get to a producer and we can help you every step of the way we can definitely uh, get you going get you off the ground no, and there's a lot like I said, there's a lot of folks that want to do this they see it i mean the truth of the matter is is media is moving that way yeah, no one's sure. no one's you know really watching tv anymore i mean they're, they're, I have they 300 do? channels. Right. I watch YouTube all the time. Exactly. I'm, you know, Steel City Luke. <laughs> I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you what's funny you say that. Joe, we were talking before the show. And or I Claudio Relsano TV, Claudio which Rosano I haven't TV. updated that in a while. Really? Uh, I, I should, I should do this. But you know what's funny, though? With Joe and I were just talking about this. I said, you know, I find myself watching Pluto, which is free. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm paying all this money for cable, and I'm literally going to Pluto, which is one. Isn't he a dog for Disney or something like that? There was a dog, Pluto. Okay. You know what's funny? Real quick, though, a very interesting tangent. You don't hear or see Pluto anywhere anymore, do you? The dog. Yeah. No, that's What happened to Pluto? You don't really see most of the characters anymore from Disney. What happened to Disney? <laughs> That's a whole nother show. <laughs> That'll be on Talking Business and Life with Claudio. <laughs> right, right. But Claudio, I did want to leave a couple of moments, uh, you know, to talk a little bit about the Italian Hall of Fame. Um, you know, we have a great, uh, you know, we had a great guest on. And uh, obviously sports is a passion for a lot of folks, myself included. You're obviously, you're kind of making your living off of sports. You had the Hall of Fame. Exciting time to bring folks together. Let's talk about it. How'd it was it very nice. Uh, food obviously was great. The uh, the students who received awards uh, every year. It's uh, I'm on the scholarship committee, and it's incredibly hard to choose four, uh, you know, winners because they're all so well deserving. The thing is, some of these students are four four students, you know, number one in their class, and it's like wow. And then they do so many volunteer things. You know, the one girl, she helps with. Uh, kids who are abused um, another one uh, gave games to kids who couldn't afford them I mean these are wonderful people and uh, so many people came to I sat with them so many people came to the table that were in their 60s and 70s and they said you know what the future's in good hands with kids like you and and that was nice to hear and then um, you know so it, it was very good um, we used to have more names coming to the event that's we're not kind of going with that as much anymore that's going more towards chicago the national uh, italian hall, sports hall of fame 
Um, I know there's only two left, two, three branches left. There's the main one in Chicago, run by Ron Honesty. Uh, he is the. Um, is that his name? Honesty, yeah, I believe oh. so, yeah. And, uh, and something to sound self serving here, he put a very nice uh, thing in the paper, which I think I sent you in the program, um, congratulating me on some different things. And boy, when I saw that, I just thought of my parents because I know they'd, uh, I, I know they see it. I wish I could have saw their reaction when my name was up there like that. And I was very honored and, and uh, very touched that they would do that. But uh, as I said, I'm president of the organization, but he, he wrote a nice little thing in the uh, program for me and I appreciate it. But uh, all in all, it was, it was a great night. Um, not one hitch, you know, in, in, in the program. And, and we started, the crazy thing is we, remember I, I promoted the smoker in oh, March, right, that was right, March. Right. That was in March, that smoker, but for the final four. So that's March, April, May, June, July, August, six months ago, right? It's like, wow, did that time fly. We've been talking about it, and here now we're— I remember. How long have you been talking about the Italian Sports Hall of Fame banquet? Yes, since since February, yeah. But it it was a great time, and it's the 36th uh, annual. Uh, Dan Marino Sr. started it. Okay. In the Pittsburgh chapter, they've had— they have a coach. They've had coach of the years. They had Jim Valvano. No, uh, John Calipari was coach of the year. A lot of local guys. I was a coach of the year in 2016. Um, some of the inductees are Bruno Sammartino, Dan Marino, Franco Harris. They had a Franco Harris uh, Memorial Award uh, this year, which was nice. Um, they've had. I'm trying to think who else. Boom Boom Mancini. Uh, just a Joe LaQuatro, a very good friend of mine. Great guy. They have a lot of name. Uh, people uh, that uh, anybody honored uh, specifically this time. Th- this time, uh, you know what? Th- there were four, uh, but f- they, th- I forgot their names. You <laughs> <laughs> threw a curve at me, but no. they weren't. They weren't like, and, and uh, no offense, they they weren't like. I, I'm going to mention them this next time because they gave. Uh, that's my fault. Uh, they they oh. gave great. Uh, I put you. I put you on the hook. No, that's no, okay. no, no, no. That's my fault. I've been running all day. They gave great, touching speeches, and every single one of them. Their main theme was how proud they were to be Italian, and 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 no, that was totally my fault. I because some of them got really emotional, you know, and I got emotional. They were talking about their parents and things like that, and their families. Um, but it, it was just great speeches, um, and. Uh, so it, it was a great night. Well, I'm not going to ask you who won some of the awards. Well, that's I mean, there, there was four. There, there was a Dominic Rapa Award. There was the Franco Harris Award. There's a Jim Duratz Award. Okay. And there's, um, uh, not, uh, we're thinking Mar- Marsco, Marasco uh, Award. And um, there's a Union Award and things like that. And um, it, it's just a great event. And uh, the next show, I'm going to announce their names. So that's my By favorite. the way, no, uh, so, fun fact, or fun question, I should say, then you, uh, is the president a term thing, or are you it till you say, I've had enough of this? Well, after you asked me that question, and I didn't come up with the right answer, I'm probably, <laughs> my term's probably done. Um, but the yeah. phone is lighting up. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. That's my fault. But, um, yeah, it's a two-year term. Okay. Yeah. So, so, do you, so you're on the hook to plan next year's as well. <laughs> as far as I know, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. that's okay. But it, it, it's an honor. Like I said, you know, I remember years and years ago, my dad talked about the Heinz History Center. And he said, boy, it'd be nice if you had something uh, in that. And thankfully, I do. I have something in the Italian section. I have, I have my uniform. I have, well, they have my, I, they have a trophy that I named after my parents, the Olindo and Ida Rosano Baseball Classic. They have that in the actual trophy room. And mine's right next to Dan Marino's Dapper Dan oh, thing, nice. which is very nice. And a picture of my mom. Uh, and me together back in 1976, but um, I was a little kid. 
But um, my, my shirt's up there, my championship shirt, my helmet, my, my turf shoes, uh, all kind of stuff. And I'm, every time I go up there, man, it's just an honor to see that. And, and, um, but anyway, and then as far as the, um, uh, the, the Italian Hall of Fame, what, what did you ask me? Oh no, you're going to be planning next year. Oh yeah, well oh, yeah, yeah, next year. But but um, you know, hopefully. Uh, it, oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. Um, but you know, it, it was an honor to be voted president. Um, it, it really meant a lot to me. And my oh my my dad. When uh, years ago, when Dan Marino started this, um, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody and people say, "Oh, Hall of Fames and honors don't matter to me." Well, they matter to me. You know, uh, I, I think uh, people people that don't win them or get in them, yeah. it, ma- it doesn't matter. When I was to a them. kid, and I said this numerous times. Uh, Mario Andretti, when he lived on Victory Lane years ago, he had a trophy room. Now it's ridiculous. If you go look at Mario Andretti trophy room, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I remember seeing his nice trophy room back in like 73, 74. I said, man, I want a room like that. And then um, Bruno Sammartino had a, a nice bunch of trophies and plaques. And I, I, so I always aspired to, and thankfully I've been able to come up with a few things. But um, so, but uh, my dad years ago, he said, "Man, it'd be nice if you know you got some kind of an award from that group." And sure, well, the enough. irony is you're the president. Well, you're both. President. You got you got, a, yeah. you got the inducted, and then you've got the. And, and, and I'll tell you something else. Years ago, my wife and I went to Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut to see Vinny Pazienza, now Vinny Paz, fight. So there's a big um, open. Not a, what do you call those things where you put dishes in and stuff like, like the cabinet, okay. cabinet, and they had a, a, a looping reel and a bunch of trophies from Ernie D. Gregorio, who was a major, major college basketball star in the early '70s in Providence, and he had a very nice pro career, but he got hurt. He was a miniature Pistol Pete Maravich, and he would have been very much like Pistol if he didn't get hurt. But anyway, they had his Italian Hall of Fame plaque in that cabinet. And the insignia, the, the logo is kind of a waving Italian flag with a star in it, and of course, green, white, and red. White and, red. and I remember telling Linda, boy, I wanted to. And Vinny Pazienza is in the Pittsburgh Hall of Fame and the Italian, the main Hall of Fame. And I said, boy, I want a plaque or a trophy with that insignia someday. And as I said, thankfully, in 2000, that was in 99, November of 99, thankfully, in 2000, uh, well, I won it. In fi- it was for my season in 15, but they presented the award April of 2016. How long has uh, the Hall of Fame been around for the Italian Hall of Fame? The the main one, yeah. I don't know, but um, I don't that, a long time. But they those guys, that's the big one. You know, Marciano, oh. DiMaggio, gotcha. You know, uh, Campanella. But the chapter's formed out of that. Uh, yes, but the Pittsburgh one is going very strong, and um, it's uh, Tony Ferraro is he, he's you know he's the main guy. He does a ton of work. And by the way, we have a link to that on our website, italianimpactweekly.com, italianimpactweekly.com. So you got to keep throwing people out of the website. Right, right. There's a lot but out I, there. I've been with them since 2004 and uh, vice president a couple years ago and then now uh, president. So I'm, I'm very honored to be a part of it. Well, you're never not busy. you always got something uh, going yeah, on. That's, that's why, why today I'm, you're yeah, running around. And... I always, always. But that's all right. I, I remember when the phones weren't ringing. Well. So I'm not going to complain. As far as I'm concerned, um, you know, doing this show with you and then we're doing Talking Business and Life, that's keeping me gainfully employed, but uh, <laughs> but I enjoy it. You know, I mean, I do enjoy doing these things. Um, yeah. Do we have a lot of great guests? Uh, you know, folks that are listening, we continue to go out there and, and not only are we soliciting guests that we think might be of interest to you, but uh, we're soliciting you for guests that you would just like to see and, uh, you know, have us interview. 
So as always, if you have specific people you'd like us to reach out to, mm-hmm. please feel free to send an email at questions at italianimpactweekly.com. And we kind of, we always throw that email kind of jokingly, but, but actually there are people that do email us on that. So, you know, we do check that email, Claudia and myself check that email, but uh, you know, if you have these guests or something, you know, please shoot us an email. And I got to tell you, not, not to say it repeat, but if you look at the names that are in the, the, the Hall of Fame in Chicago, the honorees, again, I mentioned Marcy. I can go on on DiMaggio, Lasorda, Jim Valvano, uh, Rocky Graziano. I mean, the, the ba- uh, Tony LaRusso, Joe Torre. I mean, Vince Ferragamo, our guest, Andretti, and his son, Michael. It is unbelievable if you look at that list and you can go on the website. I don't know what the website is. Probably National Italian Sports Hall of Fame. Unbelievable names and the contribution that Italians have made in sports. I mean, sometimes they just talk about the singers, you know, the Dean Martins and Sinatras and all that kind of stuff. But we did pretty good in sports, too. And then the coaches, obviously Lombardi, Patino, Calipari, Bill Parcells, um, Carlissimo, Raleigh Massimino. You know, the list goes, uh, myself. Um, I always got to throw my name in. But, um, it's the whole turtle on the pole thing. Claudia. That's right. That's right. But but um, just a lot of great names. And I, I think I'm going to try to go this year to the Chicago uh, event When's in November. That? November. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what day yet. Uh, I keep asking. They say November. Well, hell, I know it's November. Now, you'll when? get a ticket because you're the president. But you know what? Yeah. But this one's sold out. You were the, telling the, me this. The one the other at, uh, in Pittsburgh and the one in Chicago will sell out, too. Right. Um, but the one well, they'll we have had, big names. I mean, that's yeah. clear. I mean, I, not that I'm saying because Pittsburgh has a decent r- roster, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But then you're like, to your point, Chicago is the national one. That's, that's now you're picking from all over the country. Right. And uh, but we we sold out at the Lamont Restaurant, which is a great place to have it. You can't get a better view. The food was fantastic. Um, you're not jam packed, crowded. It was just a great night and. Um, I, I just enjoy being there. And, and but like I said, I'm really looking forward to going to the one in November. And I'll, if I go, I'll give you guys a report. But that's going to be a star-studded event. I was going to say, anybody off the top of your head you know who's going to be there? Well, usually, again. Uh, I mean, it's all the big guns. Right? Yeah, Andretti Ferragamo will be there. Uh, Mike Piazza, who I've never met. I'd like to meet him. Um, Vinny will be there. Vinny Paz. Um, you know, I'm trying to – I don't know. I don't Joe Torre. Well, that will be November. Probably Joe Torre. You know, he's been there a lot. Baseball season's over, um, so there'll be a lot of uh, named people, and uh, I, I really want to go. I, I haven't, I've never been there, so I'd like to go this year. Now, kind of a final thought um, for the folks that are listening, or anybody's a member of the ISDA, they're going to have their big national conference here in Pittsburgh here next week. And uh, yeah, that's right. That's the one, Philly Rich. Yeah, uh, yeah Rich. I, and I got to say something real quick too at the banquet. Please. Seven people came up to me. And say that they listen to our show. Oh, we and, appreciate man, that. And I, I really appreciate that. And then I, I was in Moon the other day, and a lady named Lisa, who she has her own podcast. I gave her my card. She has to connect with me. But she, we were talking, just small talk, right? And then uh, so yeah, I do this show, Italian Impact. Well, yes, I listened to it. I said, wow, I was I was flattered. Well, so I appreciate that's that. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you, folks, for listening. Yeah. We do appreciate that very um, much. So very much so. And you know and. Yeah, the, back to the ISTA, there, there are big events going to be next week. I'm actually going to go to that. So that'll be very interesting because, um, you know, I've been a member for a long time, and it's I'm – not, I'm not comparing it to something like the Hall of Fame, but it's in, in, a, in a mindset, though, is you have these national groups, and then you have all these small charters. And, you know, it's like all of these organizations, whether, you know, it's the American Legion, whether it's you know, Knights of Columbus, whether, you know, once a year, everybody gets together. And that is – you know, 
for a long time, because I'm with some other groups, and for a long time, I never wanted to go to these national events. And then this year, I went to one for, for the Knights of Columbus. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is not bad, actually. For some reason, I just don't like you know these kinds of conventions. But for some reason, it wasn't bad. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Though, especially since and and where's it at? It is in Pittsburgh. I can't remember off the top okay. of my head. Is that and what I'm day? the delegate what, for my for my lodge. It's it's actually a bunch of days. It's like the 19th, 20, 21, 20. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And anybody all, can go. Yeah, you can sign up to go to the regular event. Absolutely, and you probably should, if okay. you're, especially if you're a member of the ISDA. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to go. Like Meet to a lot go. of people. Yeah. Apparently, there'll be some Italians there. I don't think so. We can promote the show a little bit more. <laughs> That's right. Always never, promote. never promote enough. That's right. You never, you can never not promote it. And again, I want to so remind, they, they, they yeah. choose different cities to go to. Oh yeah, they rotate because I think I think they're actually out of Pittsburgh, hmm. but the president, I think he's up in Cleveland. Okay. And I'm sure if there was a listener and I'm wrong, send us an email. We'll I'll, I'll correct it. But I'm pretty sure that it's like headquartered out of Pittsburgh. So if you look at the newspaper, I think it's I think it's Pittsburgh. But then he, uh, Basil Russo, he's out of um, Cleveland. Hmm. But it's a big organization. It's one of the biggest organizations out there for, for Italian-Americans. So, uh, again, they're having their convention here in Pittsburgh next week. Um, hope to be, the reason I mention that, though, more importantly, is I hope to see some of you there because I will be there. And, come up uh, to us. Yeah, if you see Claudio or myself there, please come up and, and, and say hello. We love to meet our listeners. And again, we always appreciate our listeners. And, and Claudio, with that, um, we're getting ready to wrap up here. So uh, It's always- your birthday today. They say it's so my birthday. So we wish you a happy birthday. We've got you a little something here to. Oh, no. Uh, we're, gonna we're, we're not going to sing. What, real quick, <laughs> my birthday uh, before a game, after a game one time that we lost, and I was a little upset with my team, and all of a sudden they disappeared. I said, oh, man, I really rode them too hard today. Then they came by with a cake. They said, Coach, we don't want to sing to you. We lost. We don't want to make you more mad. <laughs> so Joe and I aren't going to sing to you, but happy birthday, Steve. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, fellas. All, all right. right, last word as always. All right, right thank friend. you for all the listeners. We appreciate it. Please continue to send questions at questions at You you guys are great. We do this show for you and as always thank you mom and pop.